I'm like in bed. What's good? Dennis Schroeder face. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't chop me like that. What's goody? <laughs> Not a whole lot. Uh, preach mm-hmm. gold. Uh, yes, you sir. you left me hanging, man. Pandemic happened. We used to have yep. this nice little thing going, and you just left me. I hanging. know. I bro, I know. I don't even work there no more, bro. Like they they just stopped, and then the the funding was just like. So they talking about once they open back up, they might bring me back on. But other than that, I haven't really. I still talk to the supervisor. I see him all the time, but. Nah, I don't even be over there no more. I got my own spot. This is what I'm talking about. I didn't even get the invite to come do my pod at the new spot. Yo, what happened was, it's it's a it's a mixture between it don't look good, and I mean it can get done, but I don't have like cameras and stuff. Like all we have, I need to record. I don't need to be on video. Oh, I mean, bro, you know you can always use the studio. Oh, bro, you know you. You know you can always use all you have to do is just let me know. This nigga. Because we looking to bring on podcasts to the studio and especially since we move into our newest space in like June, July which I have like a set. Like we want to build like a set where we can record content there live, whether it be live or like podcasts, different shows and stuff. So that's what we were that's where we move into in June, July, once this lease is over. Nigga, talk, talk need... to me, because you talk to a lot of people that may not know that Black Marcy got a studio going on. They may just be thinking, y'all mm-hmm. niggas put out the EP, and that was, oh, that was, nah. was the album. It was, it was an EP, and right. we, from there, we, we going through, like, some changes pertaining to, like, how we present things and how we want to present things and so this first phase that that we doing we doing like a short music film we got the merchandise printed up the website the beat store and a sample pack in our newer studio space so that'd be like phase like almost like marvel like we just building that'll be the first phase especially the website where we'll be able to like do subscriptions like i'm like at least get a quarter. People will sign up for a quarter. Like you can charge anything. <laughs> like, but you know that's where that's where things is moving to. Like having your own subscription services and stuff. So that phase, that first phase, we're looking to launch that May 29th. So the beat store, the website, the online services for like mixing, mastering. If you want drums on a song or whatever, then we got the merchandise, then the music and the visual. And then from there, we'll move on to like podcasts, live instruments, live tapings, content, because now we'll have the space to like do do more. That's the that's the thing about the space that we in now. It's more it is a studio. You can get your work done, but it's not a creative hub. We need more of a creative hub than just a studio like how where we was when you was coming at East New York. That's like a creative hub. If you want to shoot, you can shoot. You want to do content, podcasting, whatever. So that's what that's what we're doing now. So we shooting this um, video, this short like film video in about a week or two. We just waiting on clothes to come. We were supposed to do it on Friday. We all got in like this big argument because some wanted to like, let's just do it. And then, you know, so like now nah, we want to plan. We want to get the right clothes. We want to get the the drum head with our stick on it. Like we want to present it right. So, you know, it's always a constant thing. And then when you're working in silence, I was dealing with this. When you're working in silence, it feels like people don't know what you're doing. So they don't think that you're doing shit. And then <laughs> it'll play, it'll play with your psyche. Like, damn, I ain't doing shit. But then it's like, yo, once everything comes together and they see, well, this building block, this building block, this building block, then we put that together. Then we just keep on moving, building from there. So that's where we at. So when you're ready to do the pod, you can do the podcast, but it ain't. I ain't gonna be able to get you like video in a way that. Do you, you see? Do you see what I've been uh, subject to since I've yes, been doing yes, Zoom yes. calls and recording the Zoom calls? I mean, that's how a lot of uh, a, a lot of podcasters are getting 
if it's just going to be audio form and if you want video zoom works well but i know that that next next level is almost like show level that's where like lighting camera angles really come in and play so that's where we trying to take it now and help people produce that content and that'll happen as soon as we get in our newer building because we already got the cameras but in our space that we are now is like my bedroom <laughs> it's like this it's, it's big it's, it's longer but it's like it ain't much space you know as soon as four or five people get in there it's over well, nigga, you ain't supposed to have 20 people in the studio nowhere unless, unless they contributing something. You ain't supposed to just be hanging out. Facts, facts, facts. facts. That's you don't need muses and all that. You speaking about funding. Have you? What are your thoughts on this NFT stuff? Because that seems like that's the next wave. I, it's, I, a, it's, a, it's, it's a bubble. It's a, it's okay. a bubble. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't think uh, it'll... I mean... Everybody can't have an NFT, and who's to say that your NFT is valuable? Like, I don't just because you're an artist and you paint and you sell it for NFT, why am I buying it? Like, I'll go get a Wu Tang NFT or a Timberland NFT, but I'm not just gonna buy some random dude's NFT because it's an NFT. So, I mean, once they figure out the value in I mean, of course, I'm pretty sure Brandon and all of that's gonna have to go into like NFTs, but like, I I see the creativity in it. In can you describe way, it? I can read it. I I I'd rather read it <laughs> and not sound ignorant than. Um, I, while you're looking for that, only reason I was asking about that is because I was mm -hmm. uh, wondering if y'all would ever consider putting them doing nft albums or whatever it is well i the what most of this is leading to is a pro is my project called negro child so i wanted to put together a black box of like almost like a care package music package in a black box and maybe nft that with like a special vinyl or special tea something to give it that so i've thought about it in that sense but um oh what is it uh, nft is a non-fungible token and it's a unit it's a data for data a digital asset so i mean you could turn your you could turn podcast in the into nft you own the first hundred episodes of the joe button podcast like that'll be a fire nft to have hmm but I mean, it's hard. Who's the who's to say what is the value of NFTs? Like, who sets that price? You, I can't just say, hey, I'm putting out an album. The NFT is a thousand dollars. I mean, why would they want to buy it at a thousand dollars? Is my thing. See, my thinking is the why why not price it at somewhere that's reasonable so that people like cost the CDs back in the day was what sixteen something dollars. Sixteen ninety nine, twelve ninety nine. It's around around there. What's the album cost on iTunes right now? Uh, album on iTunes nine dollars and ninety nine cent for an album. If you stream it, it's probably like point zero. It's less than Dogecoin if you if you following Dogecoin <laughs> or whatever it is. A stream is less than Dogecoin, so you're setting Ooh. up you're setting up this conversation because we're going to get to the actual investing and all that other stuff next but i wanted to mm -hmm. think your brain about nfts because um i've been hearing a lot about them now more recently and it seems like it is a a, a bubble like you said and it's almost like mm -hmm. it's the same wave as crypto where people don't really right. understand it they just know they got to get into it before they miss the wave and i i i well when I was watching CNBC, they was talking about how the the NFT market has slowed down considerably, and that's because it who, who's the who's the who's the value who's who's setting the value on these things? Like, mm. is it the, is it me? I, of course, I'm all for creative saying whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you think your art should be worth, make it that. But if it, you NFT, people got to buy it. Like, it has to be, like, some 
sort of guidelines. But um, when it comes to investing in crypto, I'm not in. I spent $100 on Dogecoin today and I got $20. <laughs> I'm not in. I'm not in Bitcoin. Like, because even though the 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 law of it is it's not government backed, the government can take control of it. But like, if it people who got sixty grand worth of Bitcoin and it just drops, you're gonna be mad. <laughs> like, you're gonna lose your money. You're gonna be mad. So I, I think the mad. I think the goal is to spread it out and not to put it all in one crypto like because if you put it in one crypto mm -hmm. like you said if i put all my life savings in one crypto it skyrockets one day and then it tanks the next day that's it yeah like and then you have to hold for maybe to run back up because all things come down and they go up it's never going to shoot up and right now it's on a ridiculous run but uh i wouldn't get in now because i i feel like Crypto is definitely going to have a pullback, especially with Coinbase going public. It's going to, it, it needs a pullback maybe to like that 45 level because it's at like 62 now. So maybe at that 45 level would be like a good point to get in. But don't get in it now when it's at, you don't get in when it's at all time highs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> don't get in now. You you already missed the run. Wait for it to dip. Like a month ago, it was at like 40 grand. So all things, it was at 30, it dropped to 15, and it ran up to 45. So don't get in no crypto and Bitcoin now. They're already at all time highs. Wait for it to pull back. Do a nice what little pullback. What do you say pullback. to young people? Uh... I'm not going to say your brother's age because your brother's a little older, but let's say maybe your son or his demographic, how would you speak to them about uh, investing in crypto or are you doing it for him? Well, Caleb wants to do options. Like he, he sees me like play with the charts. He goes on my TD Ameritrade and he like, he wants to learn that. I would say get in the, before, I would say invest in the current assets that have been here or mm -hmm. been here first and then go into crypto. Don't jump right into crypto and that. Because my thing is people people are hyped. Like, yo, I made $200 today from Dogecoin. It's like, bro, we do that in 20 minutes on options. So it's like mm -hmm. crypto is new. It's not, it's not a tried and proved method that's been here that white people have been getting rich from for since the 1920s like invest in stocks yeah and yeah teslas your neos the ev market is so is so many things and you can make thousands of dollars a day investing in options and stocks crypto is very volatile it's a new it's a new asset and you don't know when it's going to go. You don't know when it's going to go down. Don't get into it now because it's at all-time highs. So I would say invest in, in stocks first. Set up your portfolio. That way, then go into currency. I mean, go into Bitcoins and crypto. Now, options. Um, I got into options because of my friend at work not knowing anything about them. And slowly mm -hmm. watch videos about, you know, I'm going to be speaking language that you understand, but I want to break it down for people who may mm -hmm. not know anything about options. Um, calls and puts and all that other stuff. And mm -hmm. basically what, how I broke it down when I did my, brought my first option was you're basically taking a guess to say this stock is either going to go up. That's a call. Mm -hmm. This stock price is going to go up to this, to this number by this date. That's your mm -hmm. call. When you right. do a put, you're basically saying this stock is going to go down to this price by this day. Mm -hmm. I find that options were, they were like a FanDuel or um, DraftKings for me. Because you don't know oh, the like, outcomes. Uh, like the, um, yeah, I mean, okay. A In lot my of mind, that's, how, that's how I put it. I, I made it parallel to say like, okay, well, if I say, oh, mm -hmm. what's the likelihood that the Nets are going to beat the Wizards, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't know that that can happen because the Wizards can still beat the Nets. 
on any particular day. But I'm saying, oh, hey, I'm, I'm placing a bet to mm-hmm. say, oh, hey, I think uh, the Nets might do this, or I think Kyrie may have 10 assists and 10 points and five rebounds. Yeah. You don't know, but it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a structured bet to say, hey, this can happen by this time, or this can't, or this won't happen by this time. Right. But the thing, I, when you when you think in the options, you should think more so in terms of time and then price. Mm-hmm. Like so most sometimes a lot of the times most chats are scalping and and doing quick day trades. Uh, if you set up your portfolio for like one to two year investments, you you make way more and it's and you could deal with dips. You could deal with it coming down because you still have more time to push up. And stocks have to come down so they can push higher. So when you comparing it to FanDuel, if Kyrie doesn't have that 20, 20, 20 and 10 and you lose $5, that's it because you have to move mm-hmm. on to the next game. And then you have to do another bet. If the option goes down $50, I still have. 316 more days for it to push higher without investing any more money. So that's kind of the difference between and if you if you if you know how to chart, you know support and resistances and where to take profit and where where to buy. And the more you can chart is the better you'll be at investing in options cuz you could you could do regular stocks and do thirty dollars from it just moving from a hundred and five to one twenty in a week. So, I mean, there's different ways, but charting. You know how to chart, you'll be a, a way better investor. Like I'm in, I, I'm in a, I'm in this Apple right now, and I'm like, I'm going back and forth from the Zoom because I'm trying to see what it's doing right now. But since I, I, I I'm doing that knowing that yo, I have two more weeks till I actually have to get out of this. But I'm just mm-hmm. a, a psychomaniac that I have to just watch it all day, every day. But um, yeah, I would, if you're going to invest, do stocks, options, then get into crypto. And when you start investing, find good plays for one to two years out. Don't do nothing short term. When you say, so for the people that don't know what plays and the, because uh, you're speaking mm-hmm. about time frame, um, mm-hmm. If you could break it down to somebody, again, like you're speaking to your son, how would you break yeah. down the charting and uh, plays for someone who doesn't know a thing well, about it? Charting, charting simply means uh, finding support and resistances, knowing its price lines, its price action. Um, I mean, these are all, they're not complicated things. They sound like a lot, but... Once you get into it, yo, it's very simple. And um, what was we talking about? Charting and um, plays, 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 plays are, are just like, hey, go get this. I want you to go get Apple at the one fifty strike for twenty twenty three, because Apple's at one twenty. It has record breaking sales every quarter. It had the best quarter in the world, and it and it dropped. It was at 145 when it had the best records in the world and it dropped down to 118. So I'm thinking at least by 2023, it's going to get back to that 140 and your 150 contract is going to be worth a lot of money because now people want to eat that up and it's already two, three years out. So that's a good play. And some plays are shorter term. Some some plays are, yo, Apple's going to move from 10150 to 102.22 you can you load up on contracts you can make 700 800 on that quick bounce move so it's different plays come with different contracts and different lengths and you have to know the type of play that it is but that's what a play a play is a scalp a day trade a swing or or a leap play you you speaking to me because I know these I wish, terms. What's great? It was I wish JoJo was on on this because JoJo is the one that put me on. Like I I tell JoJo thank you every time we speak. I tell him because it is <laughs> literally have has changed my life. Like the way I look at money, 
the way I view money, how I spend money is like, bro, I a thousand a day. I like I I remember working the the nine to five and like having like that salary job. I think the most I got was at Univision and I was at 65k. And I'm like, yo, still broke. Like, what am I doing? How am I still broke? I remember working. My first job out of college, I was working at um, Teamsters Local 237 on 14th Street as an accountant, uh, like bookkeeper. And it was at $14 and like 75 cents an hour. And I had more money then than when I was working at <laughs> Univision. <laughs> so it's just like when you have more, you think you can spend more. But with investing, like your returns come quicker and you, and you, you live like, yo, I'm not going to, I live, I personally live 70, 30. I invest 70% of what I get in 30 and I pay my bills with 30, whatever I got left. I spend that on like fun stuff, like sneakers, which I don't even buy a lot of. I don't buy, a, I don't buy a lot of things in the first place. So I live 70, 30. I, Rich, Rich dad, in, poor dad always uh, taught me a lesson. Mm-hmm. And it was, if your assets can't like, if you can't afford your um, extracurricular activities, your assets should be able to. So what Facts. that means for some people who may not know is if I invest $200 and I get 1200 from it, I can use that 1200 from investments either mm-hmm. go on a vacation or do whatever have you, or I can exactly. reinvest Exactly. Exactly. And that's what, exactly. You're right. I'm not coming out of my own check. I'm not, I'm not putting it on my credit card. I'm literally mm-hmm. taking money that was made from an investment and then doing what I want to do with the money that I gained from my investment. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how it should be. That's why people say, hey, you know, don't get get a car when you get a real estate property that could pay the car for you. Like, keep your overhead and your expenses low until you have assets that can pay for these things that you don't, the money that you work for, you should never spend. You should invest the money that you work for and the money that you get from investing, you spend on. Th- and if you really, really, I'm waiting to hit on one of these contracts or build. I'm, I'm, I know I'm building the liquidity. I'm going to put that into real estate. So now I'm using the money that I got from the market, put that in real estate. So now I'm not n- none of the money that I'm working for doing sessions, studios, whatever. I'm using. I'm investing that, and then what I get from that, move on. So, and that's something that it's lit. It's literally mm-hmm. like a, I don't. I'm thinking of a, a, a good analogy for it. Um, but you're literally taking money that you you, uh, you say your initial investment say it's a hundred dollars. Take a hundred dollars yeah. out of your own personal account. You put it into savings, and over time, let's say now you have keep it simple twelve hundred dollars you haven't and what, you haven't went back mm-hmm. into your bank account it's still at say hundred dollars that you originally took out Fact. now you have mm-hmm. twelve now you have eleven hundred dollars that let's say if you wanted to go out to a nice dinner you don't have to use your debit card you don't have to use your credit card it's different mm-hmm. in the same bucket that you only technically it's still a hundred dollar mm-hmm. bucket that you originally put in facts and what's now crazy you just is, do I'm- it I, I don't say I be telling people all the time savings accounts are so like so savings account isn't dumb, but for the way that the the whites think about it is they're putting their money into the market because the banks are taking our money, they're giving us one one point one percent yield, but then they're putting that other money into the market. So they're investing your money to make back. 53 times, 45 times what you're giving them and only giving you back 1%. And that doesn't keep up with the inflation rate or the GDP. So now you're still living below your means when you just have a savings account because your money isn't growing with with the economy because inflation goes up like 2%, 2, 3% every year. So if you only get 1%, your money isn't keeping up with the overall GDP of uh, what it is. I hope I said that right, but yeah. Yeah. 
my um we're gonna move from this in a second but uh wh- what i what i did during the pandemic um after some mm-hmm. peers talked me into it was i took my 401k mm-hmm. emptied it out and started investing it and that was probably the best decision i made in my life as opposed yeah. to just letting it i'm like mm-hmm. I've, I've been paying it you can mm-hmm. take it out tax-free why not mm-hmm. use the money that you've already You've you've already been paid. It's not like I, it was new money. It was money that I've been paying in my four hundred one k. Take the money out and invest it so that it's growing for you where you can see it. And that's what they're doing with the money anyway. They're they're putting it in the the fidelity. I forgot is the FDX consumer discretionary. Consumer discretionary is nothing but all of the retail stores: Home Depot, McDonald's, Nike. So they're putting your money into that into stocks but on the option side they are probably killing because because i'm in consumer discretionary and i'm up considerably <laughs> and my contract <laughs> is till next year so it's all about getting that getting it uh, getting your balance back on your money because the they're everywhere you put your money they're making more of a return on it than you are so it's this is kind of once you learn the market, if it, it, it almost kind of flips back in your favor because now you don't, I I don't need the 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 fidelity four one k because I opened up my own Roth IRA and now I'm up mm-hmm. in that, so I don't. So it's like it's a game. I mean, it's a game. This it's a market. <laughs> There's bulls and bears. You win and you lose. Yeah. I, I didn't call you up here to have this uh, intellectual conversation. Uh, I'm glad we're having it. I wanted to have, I wanted to get ratchet with you, but I'm glad we're having it because it's something that's <laughs> happening right now. Uh, I've, yeah. I've had so many people reach out to me today, ask me, oh, yo, you in Dodge? You got Dodge? I'm like, fam, I had it. I made a quick profit off of it. Like, mm-hmm. in uh, December, I made a quick profit mm-hmm. and then I dumped it. And then I just recently got back into it like two weeks ago. I wish I would have kept it, but <laughs> whatever. I decided um, but it's going to go it's going to go i personally i think the more that the 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 institutional money pushes back on it is like the more of the allure it has because if they just welcomed it then everybody would be like oh. but since it's like oh this government can't do nothing oh this is us we run this is it gives it's giving it more of a law and now that corporations are trying to start taking it as a payment i do feel like bitcoin will go up but if it sinks and it tank and you got 250k in there you're gonna be mad you're gonna be really mad because <laughs> it's not backed by anything and there's nothing to stop stop your losses unless i mean other than yourself by looking at it so but what yeah, I like about I mean, this is that there's so many people in our in our age range that are now talking about investing, and this, you didn't have this before. You didn't you have what? people I, in our age bracket talking like saving bro. money and like putting it somewhere. We we, we didn't have this before, bro. Being in church and listening to wealth preaching, but not having, not knowing. Okay, now how? Yeah, y'all didn't know this. Yeah, exactly. So it was, a, but now we know we have the information. So now it's definitely going to be more. I mean, they saying that the most of the black population is up to about forty seven percent now is invested, and this started about a year or two ago. So that's a epic rise in the pandemic. I mean, we getting money anyway. <laughs> niggas is niggas is making a way. Niggas did not need their stimulus checks. They don't need unemployment. To, <laughs> niggas is making money, so they're just taking that money and investing it in Bitcoin, Dogecoin, which is very good. But those things are very volatile, and I, you don't want to lose money. So it's all just got to be. Quick. All right, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna get you out of your textbook conversation because this is. I I thought about this yesterday, and that's when I Facetimed you, mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels, nigga. Yo, that's my guy. Yo, I, I, I love everything that he says. I love everything that he does. I got these glasses just so I can be like Kevin Sid. Whatever he is on. And it's not even, I don't, it's not even like he's being rude. I don't, I think that's why it keeps growing because women aren't taking it rude. I, it's just like, 
real. Like, I feel like since the ass pandemic, I'm gonna just call it the ass pandemic. Everybody gotta have ass. <laughs> Everybody voluptuous. Women have taken a lot of power and they've been able to, um, since there's a lot of mooks, I call them mooks, cucks, guys that are just fiending and uh, uh, guys scamming 50 grand to get this chick a bag. And she's commanding that power because of, you know, the way she looks. Uh-uh. Now Kevin Samuels is here. And it's even for the ordinary female, he's that has those like, oh, I want a nigga with that 90K. Like, you don't even have a, a car. You don't know how to make 90K, <laughs> but you want a nigga that make 90K. It's like he's giving, he's giving that, like, yo. Lower your expectations. Every girl I get on there, I'm a 10. I'm a 10. You're not a 10. <laughs> like, you're, you're not a 10. Like, you're a solid seven. <laughs> you're like, relax. I feel like he, it's not knocking them off the high horse because you must always uplift women, but it's keeping their realizations and their expectations to a, not a minimum, but I don't know the word that I'm looking it's for. It's reality. Because, like, reality. Yeah. You, you respect women. That's that's always pro- a prominent. You respect women, mm-hmm. but there was a wave, and I don't want people to. I, I you're the perfect person to have this conversation. With. That's why. I, that's why I wanted to have you here. That, um, I call, it's the ass. It's the ass pandemic. Every, every girl gotta have ass, and if they got ass, they're gonna let you know they got ass. Here, here's where I think um, people are upset. Women more so are upset. Guys have a history of, hey, she might not have a cute face, but mm-hmm. I still take she it got, She got that ass, though. But <laughs> <laughs> it is what the history is. of that. And, and I mean, and that in that history, you've gotten mm-hmm. people that they built up this not self esteem, but they built up their alter ego so that. Oh, mm-hmm. now, like you said, I'm commanding. Oh, well, I know I don't look like this, but so and so was able to buy me this. And for years, women have had guys yeah. labeled in their phone as rent, as uh, lunch, as food, like, nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah. And and now that it, I'm, our black kings are realizing our work, <laughs> and we are not playing. <laughs> and Kevin Samuels is just the mouthpiece of what is to come. Because I, I feel, especially now that everything is oversaturated, niggas don't even be caring to like, okay, you got to ask now what? So all that is dying down. So now it's become hard. And they're getting older. Women, well, I know women I'm around, they're getting older. And a lot of them are single because you have unrealistic expectations. You want a nigga with a doctorate, you don't have a BA. So what are we talking about right now? <laughs> like, you're never going to be in the room with a nigga that has a doctorate if you don't have a BA. But oh, I want my nigga to be educated, but you're not educated. Like, and you, and you, see, just, how, you see, I was crazy because as a guy, like, as a if a guy was making a hundred thousand dollars, but he didn't, mm-hmm. he wasn't like on TV or he wasn't like a, a sports figure or something like that. Woman would be like, oh nah, you you don't have the you don't have the job, blah 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 blah. But when a guy That's... flips the roles and says, but what are you doing to deserve somebody mm-hmm. that makes a hundred thousand? It becomes. Fact. A very well, I got a fat sensitive... ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a fat ass, so I deserve a, I deserve an NBA player. <laughs> like, but it's like no. th- there's that there's that change now where guys weren't asking, well, what do you bring to the table for it? Now it's more mm-hmm. like, all right, you want to get it. The two hundred dollar dates was a huge thing for a while. It still right. is. <laughs> still is. Still is dead. <laughs> It's like one of the most annoying conversations. (laughs) Like, if you like it, just spend the money, my nigga. Like, it ain't that deep. You'll make $200 back. You'll make it back. And also, if you can't be creative enough to do a date, sometimes niggas don't don't push themselves to do, like, I used to do this before. I used to push Mm -hmm. myself to do dates that only cost, like, $50. Why? Because it's, it's challenging you to do something outside of, oh, let's go to Roof's crystal. Let's go ahead, Stop. nigga. What Stop. can I plan that's going to keep the conversation, uh, keep us laughing, having fun, but it also ain't going to break the bank. 
that shows me if you can take this fifty dollar date, then I can a hundred percent take you on a two hundred three hundred dollar date because I know you appreciate the mm-hmm. um the gesture of a fifty dollar date. Exactly, exactly, and I mean. That, I mean, that guy's, he, he's amazing. <laughs> we, we laugh at, at his stuff all the time because just listening to women just talk. And even when he get on dudes, it'd be like, I feel him because it's just real. It's real life talk and there's no like fluff to it. It's like, bro, this is what it is. Do the work. And it almost like he's talking you into self-improvement. It may sound like yeah. a little shady, but he's talking yeah. you into self-improvement and to really analyze like where you see life at, where you think your life is and where it's actually at. So I really, nah, he's the mouthpiece. And I like the shade on him. Women can handle a little shade. Y'all can take a little shade. <laughs> Guy's been getting the short end of the stick for a minute, so. You know, you know what I respect about uh, Kev Samuels is that, like you said, he, he he's not one-sided. He's not just slandering women. It, he's literally telling you how to evaluate yourself and your position. What you're asking for, what your expectations are, whether you're a man or you're female, evaluate yourself first before you start looking at somebody else and saying, mm-hmm. this is what this person needs to bring to the table. And that's it, what's crazy is I used to always say, like, in, in, in college, like, what do women bring to the table? And they always give me, like, intangibles. Like, nigga, this, you ain't Aaron Rodgers. I don't <laughs> care about your clutch G, nigga. <laughs> like, what do you bring to the table? Like, tangible. What can I, what can I feel? Bring a car. Bring good credit. Bring something. Like, how can we help each other instead of yeah. one person getting along? And, sponsors and that's why a lot of niggas don't be in relationships baby she just wanted sponsor she just needs somebody to help her give a help her with rent every month like nah we not with that we want a girl that's gonna work so women with business businesses are really hitting right now <laughs> if she got a business she is on my radar because <laughs> she bought her paper and i like that that's a fact Man, uh, I think Kevin Samuels, his uprise is coming at a time where um, the, what the heck is this, um, Fashion Nova, the Fashion Nova phase and the Fashion Nova advertisers Mm -hmm. and the the bubble tea sellers and the the waist trainer sellers. It's coming at a perfect time where they ate for far too long. And then they Mm -hmm. look down at a nigga that may be Working at a community center, um, making 40 or 35, 40 grand a year, but he's working. Mm-hmm. They yeah, look down he, to him. Mm-hmm, because, now, you know, they want, the, they want the Chanel, they want the Louis, they want the Rue, they want, they want, they want things. They don't want relationships. I don't, let me not, some women, I don't want to generalize all women. Some women, some women are, are, <laughs> are into things like my love language is gifts well you're not the one for me because yeah we ain't gonna be gifting every month <laughs> we gonna be saving and investing every month we ain't gifting every month i'm not buying chanel bags every month because we got in the argument and, and some guys can some guys do that some guys can do that if, if i'm up two billion i don't care if i'm buying a four hundred dollar chanel but at seventy thousand. Nah, you're wild. <laughs> you're wild. We're not. We're not doing that. And I dare you to call me broke because my bills is paid and I take care of my parents, both of them. So I don't know where you see broke. You broke because you don't take care of your moms. Your mom still works. Yeah. I wish. I wish I was the type of person that like just Tiffany would say I spend money. Uh, Foolishly, but mm-hmm. I beg to differ. I take <laughs> care of my family. I don't buy like for myself. I barely buy stuff for myself, but I'll buy stuff mm-hmm. for my family. And again, with that notion, like mm-hmm. a, a, a nigga got a nine to five. A nigga does Uber Eats like on the side. Like there's always also I'm in I'm in invest um 
uh, saving and investing. So it's not like mm-hmm. I'm burning through my credit cards. If I if I don't got it on my debit card, guess what? I ain't spending mm-hmm. it. But also, I have streams Fast. of income where it's not it's not like I'm affected by it if I do spend on somebody or if I spend on myself. Mm-hmm. It's just a dirty game trick. out here, bro. This nigga tricked me into getting back into an investing conversation. I'm, I'm here to talk Kevin. <laughs> no, 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 no. You tricked me no, no. into nah, an investing. Nah, no, no. I mean, because I mean, that's all what it is. We all trying to figure out how do we get to this wealth? Like, what is it? What are the steps? And how do we get there? And gifts and sewing into the white man's business ain't how we do it. So, like, <laughs> women that are into those things because I don't want to generalize all women. Yeah. No. How does Dayton Dayton look in 2020, 2021? Like, because there's so much you got to contend with. I'm, for me... Don't incriminate yourself. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) No. For for the normal gentleman. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I don't know. I can't say because I personally don't think like people be like, you better settle down this trash out here. I think you just don't have a lot of options. A nigga like me, I got a couple of options I could go to. Like I, I <laughs> like it's a lot of it's a lot of women out here, like and beautiful women and women that are about their business too. So I don't see dating as a hard thing to do in this day and age now when you going after like the women with the k's the women that got k's by their numbers and all of those those come with different type of things different type of stipulations but there are a lot of good women out here that are just out here waiting for good guys to come along and take them because you know they're not into the fluff of everything I'm going to have I mean, you up here again, and I'm going to have uh, Chloe up here, and we're going to have a nice little conversation, me, you, and Chloe. Oh, I know. And, yeah, you know, you know Chloe. Chloe didn't know. No, 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 no. You know that edit point. <laughs> edit this. Yeah, I, I'll edit it. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. Nah, we'll have that conversation when she comes up here. Um... What's that? Oh, man. I'm here. I'm finna go to the gym. They ain't going to no gym. Oh, you on the gym? What's on your gym playlist? You, yo, I be listening to podcasts, bro. Like, less, 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 bro. I hear music all the time. So when I get a chance to not hear music, it'd be the best thing in the world (laughs) Like to not hear music. But, how many, a lot how many of DMX R&D. playlists have you heard so uh, since she passed? Everybody got a DMX playlist. Everybody. And that was it. And I was they was just debating um DMX's catalog versus Biggie's catalog, was it? DMX versus Biggie's catalog? Or Kendrick Lamar is one of those. I don't know whose discography is, but the notorious B.I.G.'s catalog is. Pretty real. Compared. It's only you can't. That it's only two albums. I'm not saying you can't discredit it, but it's only two albums. Them, How many them albums 30, does DMX have? Uh, I'm not comparing six. the two. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to take this as, as opportunity. How many good two. albums does DMX have? Three, maybe four, three, maybe. So you can compare the first three. That's still maybe. only two albums. Biggie only has yeah. two albums. But it's a double disc, so it's really three albums. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> love moving goalposts, boy. I tell you. Love three albums. No, nah, it is what it is. The, um, that was a, that's incredible. 2020, what well, we lost Kobe. 2021, DMX. What's your, what's your, what's your favorite DMX uh, memory or moment? DMX moment, and I met him before. Um, At Def Jam, I met him. Who was I with? It was a minute ago. We was in New Jersey. I was probably with my cousins, 
and they were doing something, some show out there, and he and he just happened to be there. I didn't, I seen him over there, and I was like, oh shit, that's DMX. Um, but my, I mean, DMX has a lot of moments. I mean, the the records, the award shows, the performances, the talks, shoot, the drink camps interview could be one of my favorite moments. Like every time you see him talk, speak. I mean, you could have loved him on the 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 one. In, what's the shows? The, the, I forgot that show he was on where he was just kicking it, keeping it real about like it was one of them MTV shows about therapy. One of them joints. Yeah, and yeah, I used yeah, to yeah, really, yeah. I used to really watch him like be truthful about like his self and his struggles, his marriage and stuff. Because I like talk, I like listening to older people talk. Cause that's the only mm-hmm. way I'm gonna get wisdom. So like, I, anytime I'll see like DMX on something, I'll listen because I know he's spiritual, but he's still real. So, and I and I like that balance of like I know my God, I know my, but this is this is these are my struggles, and that's what I, I gravitate towards. So I ain't gonna hold you. Mm. I do too. Like I was always the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't show me the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Granted, because um, religion and relationship, they always say is two different things. Don't don't kill me with religion and having my own relationship, but also tell me like I won't have mm-hmm. any struggles. Or I won't have like a, a there's mm-hmm. got to be a, a overcoming thing, and that's always been something that I've been drawn to as well. Is like I respect you as I respect your relationship and who you are, but also if you have a story that came behind it and you're still like, mm-hmm. you're still not, not to say that you gotten past it, you may still be struggling with it. You're more mm-hmm. someone that I want to talk to because it's like, oh, you're, that's a continuous thing. You, you haven't, you didn't do it, get over it. And now you're looking back and saying, oh, don't do that mm-hmm. because I didn't do that. Not everybody has that story and not everybody, yeah. not everybody, everybody you need to take the, oh, well, I'm still going through the same stuff. But mm-hmm. it brings a level of realism to you as a person. And I think right. that's what DMX did was he, mm-hmm. he gave you the scriptures and the Bible and um, the prayers, but he told right. you through his music, nigga, I'm still, like, I am still struggling with stuff. Facts. Facts. He, 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 I, I feel like he was one of the most authentic people ever because you knew exactly what he was going through, how he was going through, how he was trying to fight it. And he didn't shy away from trying to help other people get out, even if he could help himself get out. And that's yeah. a real, that's a real nigga. Yeah. Deep. So, man. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I would like to say, because last time I was here, I was doing prayers up for DMX, but I want to say prayers to his family, his kids, everybody involved. Um, prayers to his family. It's crazy when... It's crazy mm-hmm. when a celebrity or somebody like that that you have an attachment to, like when their death hits you a certain way because of just of how you were connected to them, whether it was through sports, whether it's through music, whether it's through uh, movies. Like, I hate people right. that, that tell people, oh, well, you can't say happy birthday to this celebrity or you can't say RIP to this person because you didn't know them. Nigga, you can't what? tell me. That's one, of, that's one of the dumbest things ever. I, People, people just have an over need to overshare their opinion on things. That's like, a just fact. Shut up. Like That's nobody acts. Like I don't even give my opinion sometimes. Like I'll give my opinion. If we talking, I'll give my. But I ain't about to be on the internet. You can't do this. You shouldn't do that. Blah. It's like, bro, who cares? Like I am one person. Just, if I'm one person that says Eminem sucks, and there's a million other people that says he's fired. Then that man's fired. My opinion don't really matter. <laughs> and it ain't moving the needle or nothing. So, like, just relax. Like, your opinion isn't always needed. And it doesn't always have value to it. And so, like, if you, I said like, LeBron like with, the worst basketball player ever, that's my opinion, right? That's just your opinion. But there are <laughs> tons of stats and millions of other people who can prove you wrong to that. To that same idea. So, yeah, like Fax saying, uh, uh, 
Kobe's winning percentage and LeBron's winning percentage in the finals two different things, right? It, it, it is two different things. Facts is what you can look at. We, we, ain't, we ain't about to say that Kobe better than LeBron. I mean, that, that, there's no, no way no, we, that's good. No, we're saying it. We're saying it. <sighs> Saying. You know what? I can't do this because when when it, when I always get to these Kobe and LeBron <laughs> things, I get disrespectful if people think that I hate Kobe. But come on, there's the man has four Finals MVPs, four championships, five whatever. How many teams? He's four, four, How four. How many teams? Three teams. So he went to. So he had the ability to lead three teams to championships. Kobe was Kobe not trying to get out of LA. Did he have help? Everybody needs help. (laughs) You you always need help. You need help. Kobe was crying to get out of LA because he had no help. And then once Lamar Odom, Paul Gasol, Andrew Bynum, who were all stars, Paul Gasol was an all star. Andrew Bynum made the all star team while playing with Kobe. So Kobe played with two other all stars. LeBron played with 20 All-Stars in his career. Anderson Barrichell is an All-Star. That is a lot. So who played? Kevin Durant played with 20. He played. Kevin Durant played Kevin with Durant one. played with seven. Kevin Durant played with seven All-Stars. Kevin Durant has played with seven superstars. Not All-Stars. Seven superstars. No, no, no. Kyrie. All-stars. Kyrie, yeah. superstar. Steph Curry, superstar. Klay Thompson, superstar. Uh, James Harden, superstar. Uh... Russell Westbrook. Westbrook, superstar, all, all stars. Now name superstars. Na- name, name LeBron's uh, all star friends that he's played with. Superstar friends that he's played with. Yeah, superstar friends. Anthony Davis, Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie you Irvin. just said Kyrie Irving. Three superstars. All stars. Three all stars. All stars. Kevin, Kevin Love, Love wasn't all star. Yeah, Kevin Love. Kevin Love. Chris Barrett was all star. Anderson Varish? Was he not an all-star? Look it up. Was he bro, not an all-star? Bro, I will hang up this phone. I will. <laughs> Yo, you. I know. I know you did not just say Anderson Varish. Come on, bro. Is Come he on. Not what, what are we doing right now? No, Anderson Varish. When he got cooked Look by in, in the finals? Come on. Anderson Varish. Ray Allen's not an all-star? Not when he was. Was Shaq an all-star when he was playing with oh, LeBron? Come on, in Cleveland. Come on. Come on. Was that was Shaq he was an all star in Cleveland? No. Is he not dead? Anderson is my question. Yes, yeah, Shaq is an all star, but not when he was playing with LeBron. He was it. And he left Barrigel like that was next also year. All star. That's not my. That's not my point. That he wasn't a superstar. Bro, my point made the all star team. Oh, look at that. Anderson Barrigel, NBA All Star oh, one season. That. That is terrible. He averaged six points his whole career. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on, bro. Did he make the all did he not make an all-star team? LeBron wasn't question. even near. Le- but LeBron wasn't there when he made the all-star team. LeBron was in Miami by the way. Ha ha ha. Did he play with Virgil? But he didn't play with all he didn't all-star. play with all-star. Oh my God! He didn't play with All Star Vera. Yo, why am I talking about Anderson? Fucking <laughs> <Barrett show? laughs> like, you, like that nigga was a bum. Like, come on, Judas Ilgowskis was better than Anderson Vera. Divock is better than Anderson Vera. Mm-hmm. That's bad, I, before I let you go, nigga. I just wanted to. I just wanted to get you going for a second. Before I let you go, nigga. Snowfall, you caught up. I'm all, I'm all the way caught up. I'm I'm big on Snowfall, and I'm almost close to saying it's up there with the wires. They up there. They up there. Snowfall is very fire. This last episode that just played was elite, elite acting. The guy that wrote that, Justin Hillian, I had to tweet him. Like, yo, he wrote, he wrote that last episode very well. Like, it's elite acting straight and through. Like, my that is beef, a, mm-hmm. I loved the episode. I loved it. It was too easy for them though. Oh, getting getting away with everything, right? It was too easy. Everything like there's no way you did this build up where man boy was supposed to be the uh the the antagonist to Franklin 
and you make it that easy for him to just fall into Franklin's hands. Same with his sister. Y'all were building them up to be gangsters, and then mm-hmm. the delivery into Franklin's hands was too easy. I love the episode, though. I mean, when you Absolutely got the money, the if you got the money to make people turn, then that's easy. So, you know, people even do anything. In, even, even in the setup of, oh, man boy going to old girl's house, it's too easy. But I tell you one yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, why would he just go straight over there? How would they know? But I mean, it, it was a good setup. It was a good setup. That was fire. I enjoy. I, I tell you this though, so, niggas I'm need to watch out for Reed. Reed, yeah. I, I I feel like the previews on for the next episode is kind of misleading. I don't think they. I think they're kind of trying to stiff it towards a beef between Reed and and Franklin's pops. I think it's going to be Franklin and Reed. I know. Have, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The Read the one you gotta watch out for. Right. Reed, Reed has the Reed has the ability to take Franklin down and burn the whole the whole joint. Everybody connected to him. Big facts. And they still get away with it because he's CIA. And I'm still glad, get away with it. I'm glad they clipped that Chinese lady. Stop Asian <laughs> hate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's, wasn't the perfect that's wrong. time for oh, that. But yeah, I've, I've been saying she needs to go too. I've been saying that too. Like she was, she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, you, you. Oh, yo, yeah, I'm here. Oh, 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 oh. no! Nah, it had went blank. I mean, I'm pretty sure if the CIA got you from your job because of the things you were saying, you shouldn't. I don't think going to talk radio would be the smartest next step. <laughs> think you would want to lay low after that. He but, uh, told her, next time I see you, you won't wake up, man. And yeah. So happens when you're chasing that. the story. That's what happens <laughs> when you're chasing the story. And you think you just scot-free and you're going to get away with it. But yeah, nigga, you know how we do. Before we get up out of here, I need a show from you that you're watching, trying to watch. Honestly. I just watched Game of Thrones again for like the 30th time. This is a sickness. Like I cannot. Game of Thrones again. I just I'm caught up on the Sopranos. Um, the only new show is probably Snowfall. Oh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, of course, though. The Mars Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision. Oh my Falcon god. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Super. I haven't really gotten really uh, acclimated to Falcon and the Winter Soldier just yet. I'm gonna just say it's I'm about, watching it, but I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. This last episode, going into this next one, yeah, they kind of hitting it on the especially for our people. Like, oh, I, I get where they're going with this now. So, what? No. Um, talking to Winter Soldier. Yeah, where they where they taking it now? So when the movies pick back up, yeah, I see, I see what's happening. So uh, we'll see. Uh, my joint, Southside. If you haven't seen it, wild funny. Uh, it's on Southside. HBO Max. Southside. HBO I'm gonna send you. The, I'm gonna send you the link when we finish. But yeah, and I'm always Southside. on HBO Max too. Southside. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get into that. What's it about? Is it's a comedy? It's it's it, yeah. Well, it, it just got to a, uh, HBO Max this week. But it was on another. It was on another platform before. It's like, yeah, it's a comedy series about these uh, Spanish dudes uh, living in L.A. Oh, I like Entourage. Wow, yeah, I started rewatching that too. Uh, you said it's the same as with Game of Thrones, but I, I have yeah. watched Entourage uh, <laughs> way too many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them joints way too many times. Yeah. Watch them all the time. I'm trying. I might get into this. The Never Show. Did you see Godzilla and King Kong? I've heard that it was trash. I haven't seen it yet, it, but I've heard it was not trash. It was this nigga not Josh trash. told me he watched it. He watched it at least twenty times, and I asked him if he did it on purpose because I heard that that movie was garbage juice. Bruh. No, 
Far from it. Far from it. But I, uh, people, I don't know why people hate it, though. It's, it's very good. Dang, I can't tell you. I, nah, go watch Godzilla. I watched it five times, three, four, five times for the day. No, if, I it's, if it's whack, I'm going to have you up here and I'm going to roast you for an hour about your movie and show takes. If I, it's trash. I promise you it's not trash. It's going, going, going. They only... Uh, I can't tell you. Damn. <laughs> Go watch it. <laughs> Go watch it. Go watch it. Yo. All right. But all right, my Yo, nigga, bro. I appreciate you for coming up again. Um, you already? We're going to move gonna this be- to the studio. For real, for yeah, real. yes, we are. Please, let's, let's get off the Zoom platform. Nothing wrong with Zoom, but mm-hmm. nigga, I got you. My audio quality you. was better. Nah, I got you. Facts, 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 facts. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my guy, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Uh, get your excuses ready. Monday is coming right around the corner. Uh, if you haven't got anything from this about investing, then that's on you. We did our part. I'm sorry. <laughs> Facts and the market is on a bull run of all bull runs for the next three, five, six months. So you should definitely get in now. What, what's crazy as well, this last tidbit, uh, crypto actually, normal stocks and investing stop on Friday and open, um, resume again on Monday. Crypto mm-hmm. works on a weekend. So you can have yeah. money, you can make money mm-hmm. on a weekend when you're not working, let's say you you have the weekends off, you can make money while you're not making money. So right. there's that. Forex too. Forex too. Same principles. But um, 24 hours. Facts. Yo, what's doing, man? But yeah. all right, my nigga. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming. You already up, know, bro. You already. Anytime, bro. For real. Love. All right.